0: Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason it's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Welcome, welcome to the Better Half to Boss podcast. Thank you for being here. This is episode 10. So, you guys, I am just seeing so many photographers, birth and baby photographers specifically struggling right now. And I totally empathize with you. Like, we've got a lot of just interesting things happening in the world. And specifically for birth photographers, you know, they're starting to lift hospital restrictions and allow more people in, but, you know, some. Some communities still are not allowing um, birth photographers in the room. And it just can feel a little bit overwhelming when we think about everything that needs to get done, everything that we need to do to grow our business. And I just want to empathize with you. I actually sent out an email to my VIP list a week or two ago, just talking about how I'm definitely not immune to this. I have trained myself to choose faith over fear and it's a constant daily action, but it doesn't mean that those those thoughts of anxiety don't pop into my head. It's just what I choose to do with them and training myself when those thoughts pop in to tell them what to do, tell them what the truth is, tell them where to go. But I've definitely been through this cycle of grief like five times throughout this whole COVID-19 and this whole pandemic. But when I'm feeling anxious or nervous for the future of my business, maybe you can relate to that, I keep coming back to the three core things that I know have made the biggest difference in my business over the last 10 years. So when I boil it all down, forget the strategies, forget, you know, what's hot right now in marketing and like, you know, all that stuff. Like when I boil it down to what has really worked for me over the last 10 years in my business, I boiled it down to three things. And today we're talking about the second pillar of those three, which is the power of consistency. The power of consistency. So my hope with this training specifically is to inspire you and motivate you and allow this truth of what's worked in my business to just kind of ground you in what is real and true when it comes to what works in business. Like get back to basics, what is tried and true when it comes to growing a business. So the first part of this series, Pillar 1, we talked about the importance of choosing a specialty and niching down. And if this is something that you need help with or want to learn more about, go check out Episode 3, How Creative Entrepreneurs Can Stand Out and Get Hired, Even in a Saturated Market. In that episode, I talk all about the benefits and how to specialize and why you should niche down, even if it feels uncomfortable. I actually delivered the content of today's episode on Facebook Live, so if you want to see the slides and everything, go check it out on the Beauty and Birth Facebook page. But before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our review of the week, which is from Novita Family Photo Stories. She said, "I've been a student of Tavia's for a little over a year, and her knowledge, guidance, and no BS feedback and encouragement has been invaluable. I'm not just a mom; I'm a single mom raising two kids and working a full time job." amazing, while I build my creative business. I love how Tavia has solutions and encouragement for anyone, especially busy moms with full plates. If you're a busy mom with a dream in your heart that won't leave you alone, QL says into the unknown, then this is where you need to be. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for leaving that beautiful review. So also... You know, if you're following me on Instagram stories that I am loving that platform right now, I love getting to connect with y'all. It feels like we're texting each other and I just love that platform right now connecting with you and the DMS and through stories. And so a big thank you to those of you who take screenshots of you listening to the podcast, like out on your walk and take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram because I love seeing what you're up to when you're listening to the show. It really makes my day. So if we're not hanging out on Instagram, let's do that at at underscore the beauty and birth underscore. Okay, let's dive into episode 10, the power of consistency. So I want to be respectful of your time. I want to get into part two, which is five steps to becoming consistently consistent. That is the second pillar in growing your birth photography business right now in our new normal with COVID-19 and consistency is so important. So we're going to talk about the power of consistency as well as how to be consistent. And I'm going to show you the five things that I do to stay consistent in my business. If you've never met me, my name is Tavia. I am a birth and newborn photographer in Oklahoma City and I help birth photographers grow their photography skills Become certified and get fully booked so that they can go full time in their business to have more time and financial freedom. So, that is a little bit about me. Before we dive in, I want to make sure that you know that the Beauty in Birth Photography course and certification is open for a few more days. It's open until Monday evening. So, if you know you want to specialize in birth photography, the next step is to join us inside of the Beauty in Birth Photography so you can get more information about that program at Certified Birth Photographer. Dot com. Okay, so really quickly, if you're distracted listening to this, whether you're live or on the replay, close everything down, focus on this with me, I'm going to keep it short and to the point because we still have another training after this one. And I just want to get you the information as quickly as possible. And I will be hanging around for questions as well. So this is part two, the power of consistency, five easy steps to becoming consistently consistent. I feel like I'm going to be saying consistent a lot this time. (laughs) Consistent, consistent. Okay. So consistency is the path to your success and everything you want. I know that that sounds really dramatic, but if you want to build a full time photography business, become a certified birth photographer, get fully booked. The key is consistency in everything that you do. Consistency is the path to your success and everything you want. So consistency builds trust with your audience and potential clients. And honestly, guys, this is the difference between failure and success. Consistency is that important. So when I say consistency, I mean consistency in your images. Consistency. (laughs) I told you I was going to say consistency a lot and it's going to start sounding like weird in my brain. Like when you say fork a bunch of times over and over, like fork, fork, fork starts sound weird. So I'm going to quit saying it right now. (laughs) When I say consistency. I mean, in your images, in your messaging or your copy or like what you write on your website, um, in your overall brand and how frequently you show up on social media and the frequency that you blog, do you struggle being consistent? Like, do you do good for a little while? And then you kind of are like, Oh, I fell off. Like I posted on social media every single day for like five days. And then I haven't posted in two or three weeks. It definitely sounds like former Tavia, and even still definitely struggle with it sometimes because the more, the more consistent you are, the more people will trust and recommend you. It really is as simple as that because if they see you're showing up, your brand is consistent, you're online, um, you're showing up on social media, your images are consistent, your marketing in general is consistent. You're just going to stay top of mind and it's going to build trust with your audience and your clients that much faster. The second reason consistency is important is because it makes difficult things easy. It makes difficult things easy. Like the things that start out hard get easier and easier when you do them over and over. Like when you first learned how to use Photoshop and edit a photo, it probably took you a really long time, right? Because you like didn't know where those buttons were and you had to go and find your layers and like make everything like you wanted it. But the more often you do it, the easier It becomes. Same with like texting. This is a weird example, but I'm 32. And when I very first got a cell phone, it was the like Nokia brick phone that was small that you played snake on. Did anyone else have that phone? And when I would text, they had like physical buttons and I could feel like I knew how to text based on like where the buttons were. Is anybody with me on this? Like I could text without looking. Like when I first got my phone, I had to look at the buttons and you had to press like, seven, four times to get the S and all of that. Like that's how we used to have to text. If you're like under 25, you have no clue what I'm talking about, but that's how I used to have to text was like press S five times to get, or press seven, four times to get to the S. And when I first started texting with that phone, I had to look and I had to go, okay, there's a press one and then press this one a few times to get the letters that I wanted. But the more that I did it, I could text without looking like I was like a speed master texter with like one hand. I could just be like text without looking. Maybe you're that way with your phone still like, you know, where your apps are. So you open up your phone and you scroll and click like the first time you do it. It feels hard and it feels clunky and it feels difficult. But then the more that you do it consistently, the easier It becomes. Same with like dog training. So we have a puppy. If you've been following me on Instagram or anywhere else, you've probably seen photos of my puppy. And it's the same in like parenting too. When you first start out trying to train this puppy, it's really hard. Like the dog doesn't know what to do. You don't really know what to do. Everyone is uncomfortable. It's difficult. But the more you do it, you start seeing those results. Like the puppy starts responding to the training. You understand the puppy better. Both of you vibe better. And the more consistent you are, the faster you're going to see results. But if you try to train a puppy and you like do it one day and then don't do it again for a week and then try to come back to it and expect them to learn, like it just doesn't work. So that's what's so cool about consistency is because it makes things that seem difficult right now in your business easy. Like I used to struggle big time writing social media captions. Like to me, I would sit down and spend like 45 minutes trying to write one caption and people wouldn't even engage with it or interact with it. And I was just like, what is the point? Like, why am I even doing this? But the more that I did it, the more consistently that I practice writing social media captions or writing anything, like writing for me in general is like a big one. The more consistent I am with it, the easier it becomes. So that is one thing I love about consistency is it makes difficult things easy. Can you relate to any of these things that I'm about to say? You post on social media every day for a week, then not again for an entire month. No shame, Tavi has totally done like pretty much all these things. You write a blog post for your website and then not again for the entire year. You start a new program or course, if any of my students are here, no shame, (laughs) with the best of intentions, and then you fall off after lesson two. You can't stay consistent with it. Or you're planning to do like a 365 photo project, and you quit after day five. Or you're trying to start a morning routine, and you're trying to stick with it, and you go for it about 12 days before stopping. Hey, are you struggling to get booked? If so, friend, you are not alone. A lot of photographers struggle with getting quality bookings from ideal clients, and it's usually because they don't have a marketing system in place. That's why I'm excited to offer this free training that's going to show you how to get fully booked without discounting your prices. If you're a birth or baby photographer, head over to getbirthphotographyclients.com to sign up for this free training. Imagine having a calendar full of clients that are excited to work with you. Picture yourself turning away business because you're too busy. It's not a dream. It can be your reality. If you join us for this free training, master the three critical ingredients every photographer needs to go from no bookings to fully booked. Head over to getbirthphotographyclients.com. I am using those as examples because I'm pretty sure, no, I'm, I'm positive. I have done every single one of those. <laughs> like I've started these things, and then I stop after a certain amount of time because I just can't seem to stay consistent with it. So we're going to talk about all of those things today. Like, Why is it so hard to be consistent? We're telling ourselves. We sabotage ourselves, actually, by saying things like, I don't have time. I don't know what to do. It's hard. Maybe you lose the rush or buzz of starting something new. You're afraid what people will think. Or if you're anything like me, you might be a little bit of a perfectionist. Like if it's not perfect, I don't even want to post about it. Like if it's not perfect, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to post it. Like maybe you have really unrealistic expectations about like the frequency that you should be posting on social media or on your blog or showing up online. So instead, I say to my students all the time, and if even my students are here, they know this, done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. And I tell myself that all the time because I am such a perfectionist when it comes to trying to do everything perfectly. And then that keeps me from being consistent. So let's talk about five easy ways to stay consistent in your business. First, you're going to choose one important thing in your business to focus on. Because I know if you're like me, you're probably like, oh, okay, cool. So I want to be consistent in like all these areas. Like I do want to start a 365. Maybe that list I just gave you was like all the things that you want to do. So you're like, okay, I want to start a 365 project. I want to blog weekly. I want to like post on social media every day. Like all this stuff that I know is going to help my business. I want to do all that stuff. That is very exciting. And I'm glad that you're excited. But I want for you to choose one important thing to focus on. Choose one important thing to focus on for now, for this exercise of things that we're going to go through. Okay, Because lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. So if you've got those 10 things that you want to be more consistent with in your business, choose one right now to focus your attention and consistency on for right now. Okay, So hopefully you've got it. Think about it, post it if you want to. What's your one thing? Okay, so number two is to define consistent. Now that you have your one thing that you're gonna focus on, define consistent. Okay, so how frequently are you gonna do this thing? Let's talk about social media just as an example because I know that that's one that I have struggled a lot with. I know my students struggle with it. Maybe you're struggling with it. So look over the last month on, let's say, Facebook. How many times have you posted on Facebook? In the last 30 days, if you're like most people, you posted in bursts of like one to three posts and then nothing for a week or two or three. So what if you took the number of times you posted in the last 30 days for the entire month? Let's say it was eight times and you divided it out to post two times a week instead of posting in a chunk of eight and then not again, divide it out. So for next month, you go, okay, last month I posted eight times. So that should be doable for this coming month. So I'll just post two times a week. And you might be thinking, that's not enough, Tavia. Like, they say I should be posting however many times a week. That's fine. The most important thing to the social media algorithm is to be consistent more than anything else, honestly. Engagement and consistency. So post eight times a month, next month, because you know you can do it. You did it last month. And then just start consistently. Like, okay, every week I post two times a week. This is what I mean by define consistent. Okay, because if you're just like, oh, I should be consistent, that doesn't help anything or solve anything like, oh, I should like a three sixty five. You know what consistent means if you're doing a three sixty five project, it means you take a photo every day that is defined. So whatever your thing is that you are going to be consistent towards, it doesn't have to be daily. Like the social media thing doesn't have to be daily. Just choose a frequency that you can actually stick to. Like I said, consistency doesn't equal daily or whatever frequency you've been told that you should be posting. Okay, so I think you guys have got that. The third thing that I could talk about all day is to make the time. So you have the thing you're going to be consistent with. You've defined what being consistent looks like. So now you're going to make the time to do that make the time to do that. I could talk all day about like productivity and hacks to get like of things like ways to get more done. But it all boils down to this. You have to make time for what matters to you. You have to make time for what matters to you. Whatever your thing is that you're choosing to focus on, why is it important to you? Does having a morning routine Ultimately mean that, like, if that's your thing, does having a morning routine ultimately mean that you're going to show up for your life in a better, more energetic, optimistic way? Then make time for that morning routine. It might mean that you have to spend less time watching Netflix. It might mean you need to delete TikTok off your phone. It's your life, not mine. So ultimately, you have to decide which things in your life are going to take priority and why. And it's like I can hear you saying, Batavia, Batavia, I know, I know each and every one of you have like a special snowflake situation where you told yourself, but like, no, I really don't have the time. But I'm going to challenge you a little bit on if you're saying, but no, I really don't have the time to do X, Y, Z, whatever the thing is, because I've had single moms successfully complete my course and get bookings. And I myself I'm not a single mom, but I was homeschooling my three kids while running two businesses while my husband worked a nine to five. Like you are going to make time for what's important to you. We have military spouses in our community as well with deployed husbands who are making the time to grow their businesses or to work out every day or to volunteer or whatever your thing is that you want to be consistent with because it's important to them. Because it's important to them. So get serious about what is important to you and make the time. Like physically write it out in your calendar so that it happens. Set the time aside each day or week to get those tasks done. Write this down. Take a screenshot. Whatever you need to do. I make time for what matters to me. I make time for what matters to me. 100%. I tell myself this all the time. It's real easy to say I don't have time, especially a lot of you. I know are moms, you're running businesses, you have full time jobs. Um, I understand you have like a lot of stuff going on, but ultimately you will make time for what matters to you and I will make time for what matters to me. So I have taken the I don't have time out of my vocabulary. I've taken that out. Like I catch myself saying it sometimes still, but I am very intentionally not allowed myself to say I don't have time. Because what I'm really saying is it's not a priority. If I'm saying I don't have time, I'm saying it's not a priority. The fourth step to figuring out how to be consistently consistent is to make it easy. So now that you know when you're going to do this thing, it's time to make it easy. And I want you to just simplify this. However, you can just ask yourself, is there anything I can do to make this easier? So for example, if your thing that you want to do is work out three times a week, like move your body three times a week, things like you know, determining your workout the day before, what are you going to do determining that the day before set your workout clothes the night before. I'm sure that you guys have heard these things before. I'm just here to remind you, if you can make this easy for yourself, there, it's a lot more likely that you're going to stick to it. Or like for a morning routine. For me, I always set my coffee maker the night before. And I do my very best to go to bed early so that I actually will get up when my alarm goes off. Maybe setting out your journal right there so that it's ready to go whenever you wake up. Like whatever you can, small things that you can do to make it easier for yourself and to simplify whatever it is that you're working on. What can you do to make this easier for yourself? Okay, and then number five is to pick yourself up if you get off track. So we're not looking for perfection here. And this is a lesson that I am personally We've already kind of talked about this. I'm personally always learning like I like to be really good at what I do. I don't know if there's any other like Enneagram threes that are here watching this right now. Um, we like to be good at what we do, <laughs> and so if I can do it perfectly. I want to do it perfectly. Or if I think I can do it perfectly or whatever, like, oh, I'm going to do it every single day. I really want to do that. Like if I can't do it perfectly, I just want to throw in the towel. Like I know I can't do it. So I'm just going to forget about it. Is anybody else like that? Like really black and white, like all or nothing. That's just for some reason, always kind of been my personality. Like I'm going to do it all or I'm not going to do it. Yes or no, there's no in between. So that attitude has majorly slowed down my progress in the past. So the goal here is not perfection. Again, I'll say it. Progress over perfection. Progress over perfection. The goal is not perfection. The goal is progress. So in order to be consistent and successful, we have to learn to love the process, not obsess over the outcome. And this is a This is a concept I'm still actively learning, but I loved hearing it phrased this way. Learn to love the process, not obsess over the outcome. Every time there is a hiccup in your plan or you miss a day or things don't go perfectly, you're still one step closer. You're still one step closer. You're in the journey. You're experiencing the process. When you learn to love the process, you'll find yourself consistently consistent, like Let's take social media for an example again. Let's say you kind of get off track and you're like, OK, I'm going to post two times a week every single week and you don't. So you kind of have a situation where you can decide, like, am I going to obsess over the outcome? Which is I was supposed to post every week and I did, every, two times every week and I didn't or the process. OK, I realize this got in my way this week. So now I can look out for that next week. That is learning to love the process. You're in it, you're learning from it, and you're gonna keep going. You're not obsessing over the outcome saying, well, I didn't post two times this week. So what's the point? You are learning to love the process instead of of assessing over the outcome. I hope that episode gave you some ideas and inspiration and some like next steps of how to be consistent with whatever your thing is. So take a moment to write down your next step. Like what's something you want to remember or do after listening to this episode, write it down and share it with me on Instagram stories. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one, and it helps this podcast reach more people. So big giant thank you. If you need help leaving a review, um, because let's be honest, iTunes doesn't make that super simple. Go to the beautyandbirth.net slash podcast, and I'll walk you through exactly how to leave a review and subscribe. And remember, my friends, if you have a passion, It's not an accident. Not everyone loves birth photography or graphic design or real estate or social media management. The passion that you have is there for a reason. What are you going to do with that passion? Even if it's hard, even if it's hard to be consistent, even if it feels difficult, get out there and make it happen. Have a great week, y'all.